a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the High Point MX Review. Thanks for listening in. Appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis, of course. Thank you, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web for all that they have, including watercraft stuff and mountain bike stuff and dirt bike stuff and gear and hard parts and formula helmets and yeah you name it fly racing makes it or at least the company of the uh wps guys make it so thank you fly racing for making things happen for this podcast and really appreciate it we wouldn't be able to do it without them also alpine stars is on board with this tech 10 the most advanced boot in motocross today uh, absolutely killing it with the brand of alpine stars you know the name you know the quality i've been to italy i've been to the factory and man they they really really do a good job there with everything they do and the quality control is, is amazing so thank you alpine stars uh, please check them out on the web. Also, we want to thank Slick Wash, Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Adam Cien Cirillo took his fourth win of the year. His team uses and washes his bike with Slick Wash, their three-step wash process. It's got the foam gun. It's got uh, the the pre-spray. It's got the uh, after-spray. Yeah, great job for the folks at Slick Wash, slickwash.com. Use the code STEVE when you check out to save with those guys. Thank you, uh, Slick Wash, for coming on board. And Max's Tires, MXST. Mountain bike tires uh, used by AJ Catanzaro. The MXST is Maxxis's answer to for a premium tire brand. And probably in the past you've uh, not thought about Maxxis when you've gone to buy a tire. Well, you need to think again. So go over and uh, check out Maxxis.com for what, everything that you need for tires, light truck tires, mountain bike tires, dirt bike tires. You've got it. McGrath uses it. That's all you need. MC, bro. Uh, so thanks to those companies for coming on board. Thank you as well, Racetech, as always. Racetech's an associate sponsor of this podcast, and uh, we'll talk more about them in the middle of the podcast. But uh, Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas coming right up on the show to talk about High Point. I wasn't there. Uh, neither was JT, but uh, we just stuck in the uh, in the booth uh, with GL calling the action. So we'll get uh, a little bit about him, what happened and what he thought all went down and more on the Fly Racing Race Rex Podcast High Point Review. And now, as promised, uh, to talk about High Point and uh, and everything else that went on there in uh, at uh, Mount Morris, Pennsylvania. First up, from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Like I said, Blake Baggett wearing Fly Racing and jetting off for a moto win. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? How are you? I'm good. I uh, I was I was a little bummed I was not there. I will be honest. Uh, Saturday morning, I love High Point. I just really enjoy. The drive out there in the morning and out the, the hills of West Virginia. Um, but I will tell you that as soon as the second 250 moto ended, I was very excited that I was not there. So I've enjoyed that. I've, I've continued to enjoy that ever since. Right, right. Got it. Uh, also uh, on the line from uh, 
uh, RacerX Online, my boss, uh, calling the action, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, uh, the voice, along with Grant Langston. Jason Wygant, what's up, Weech? Yeah. FaceTime audio. Listen, it, well, yeah, look, uh, I, I think we need to explain this. I, I feel like you've been knocked off your game. You're trying to step up. I get it. It's like you've you know, gone to an Alta electric bike or maybe the 450 class from the 250s. You're trying some new technology. And uh, I can tell the first couple minutes of this pod. I think there's an adapt, adapt adaptation period. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're not on your game. You're not on your game. You're not. I've been doing FaceTime for a long time now, so I don't. And that's not it. Oh, if I'm okay, not on my so game, it's, it's just you. It's just oh. me. It's just me. Oh, it's not the setup. No. No. Okay, it's not the setup. It's just the athlete. Um. You're, all right. You're off your game. Let's get into this, shall we? Now, I wasn't there, as I said in the intro, and uh, neither was JT, but uh, Weege, you were there. Um, let's start 450s, I guess. So, Tomac wins. Uh, Kenny wins a second moto. Tomac goes 3-2. To me, watching it on TV, I mean, Kenny looked amazing in the second moto. Blake Baggett went, looked amazing in the first moto, but Tomac gets the overall win. And to me, Weege, like... This isn't going to be a memorable race for him. He wore these guys down. He just wore them down, not with great riding, but with his fitness and, and you know, of course, some some riding. But um, not on his day, but goes 3-2 and takes the win. Yeah, it's almost like he didn't win. Like, he won, but he didn't win. It just worked out that he happened to win. But it, it's almost surprising to see him get the win. I don't even know if you left the racetrack as a fan, if you'd feel like, yeah, he was the best guy today. Right. That's why he won. Sometimes yep. it just works out. Um to me, honestly, Roxon doing what he did in the second moto, uh, I went back and watched the race again this morning. I forgot he was an eighth early in the moto yeah. and had Tomac with him. He passed him. He left him. He went from eighth to first, and he proved now he can do it in the second moto because really the first three rounds were all kind of on alarm for what's Kenny's physical condition, his physical state. Mm-hmm. Doing that in moto two and blowing the doors off everyone, uh, not doing it on the first three laps, but doing it later in the race, all these other things. I almost feel like Roxon, it was a win for him, even though it wasn't a win. That's just the way the two-moto format right. breaks down sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was. we'll talk about that in a second. It was vintage Kenny Roxon. Some of those passes he made were just, just amazing. Um, but, JT, back to Tomac. He, you look at the lap times, he didn't really drop them. He just kind of stayed the same. Uh, most guys fell off a little bit. Like, he just he wore these guys down. He, and, and, I mean, Anderson was in, in position to win late. Uh, Kenny was going to win, uh, but Tommy Tomac just just wore these guys down. Yeah, I I don't know if I would use the wear him down thing. He just was kind of there all day, and he he had to crash in the first moto when you know I, I think he was feeling a bit uncomfortable, and Blake was really pushing the pace, and you know kind of just forced himself into a mistake there, trying to stay with Blake. But he it definitely wasn't a great day for Eli um I don't think he really rode like himself all day you know he just didn't quite have it but I will say in previous years a day like that for Eli would have resulted in a sixth or a seventh in a moto and he you know would have given up a lot of points so if he's going to have an off day like I think he did yesterday and that results in a three two for the overall yeah I think he's gonna take that I think he'll be like yep I'll take it. it. It's much less damage than I've done in previous years to myself on an off day. Yeah. No, he was uh, he was just very, very good. Just we didn't see the balls out, Eli Tomac, that we've seen before. But, uh, yeah, that second moto by ride by Roxon was 
that's something else right there. Um, he mentioned in the uh, post-race stuff that he went to his Colorado base setup. So whatever they went there for the first moto, he didn't feel comfortable in, didn't work. Um, he never looked that great, got sixth. Uh, that second moto, yeah, Kenny, just keep that setup. Just keep whatever. Yeah, yeah just just keep that setup, huh, Wygant? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, crazy. And I know that we joke even with the FaceTime audio here that uh, it's not setup, it's person. Uh, okay, sometimes it's setup, dude, because there was literally two different people out there, but it was the same person. Apparently, the bike changed. Yeah, and it made a big difference. And you know, I'll ask, I'll swing this to you, JT. Uh, I don't think High Point traditionally has been, say, Tomac's best track, so that's one thing. You know, I think he'll take. Well, he won the overall, but I think he'll take three two moto scores at this place. But also, I feel like High Point is so technical. I, I, I kind of feel like the bike can make a pretty big difference in one direction or another. It just seems so damn tough, like getting in those ruts and getting it right, and it's off camber and everything. I, I would think the bike setup matters more there than other tracks. Maybe I'm crazy. What do you think, JT? I don't know if it matters more or less than some other tracks. Um, I think my my real question, and where I'll go with your mm-hmm. uh, reference, is why did they make such a drastic change from Colorado? I mean, he was three seconds a lap better than everybody in Colorado in the first moto, runs away with it, he, he wins the race, takes the red play. You know, there were so many positives to leave from leaving Colorado. If indeed they did go way off the, the settings from Colorado, I would be curious as to why. Um, the dirt, the track's not that much different. It's very ruddy, um, long, deep ruts. And, and we're making some assumptions here, but I would be more curious as to why they would have been so far off of the Colorado setting going into that first moto. Because uh, clearly it worked in Colorado, then clearly it worked in second moto. So you wonder in those instances, did he test himself into a, a worse result? You know, sometimes testing can can go backwards versus making things better. I've mentioned this before. That the first East Coast is high point. It really is. It's grippy dirt. It's grabbing your, your, your tires. It's, it is ruddy like Colorado is ruddy, but I don't know. In my, in my experience as a mechanic, there were plenty of, I don't want to say freakouts um, by riders, but plenty of complaints. Uh, high point and Washougal, the two races where guys come in and Bikes suck, and this sucks, and it's terrible because it's the first time you're really going East Coast dirt. And Washougal, it's the first time you're, you you got that slick stuff. Um, it's different from everything else. So um, maybe he came in after practice, practice one, and went, hey, what what's going on here? My, it's grabbing the bike. I got a lot too much traction. We got to do this. We got to do that. It looked like a pretty perfect day as far as track prep goes. So um, that's what I'm thinking, JT, is that he came in. They did something after the first practice, second practice, you know, to make him a little comfortable. And then it just, they went too far or whatever. But in my experience, High Point and Washougal are the ones where guys come in and, and bitch and moan the most about their bikes because we're riding Glen Helen and we're riding Hangtown. We're doing all that stuff, uh, testing wise in California. So, if yeah. I remember right, you're, uh, uh, you say the teams spend all their time testing at Glen Helen. And then as soon as they get to High Point, it's like a monkey doing something to a football, I yeah. think is how you... Yeah, yes. I think I've said that. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. I mean, the guys yeah. go east more than they ever have, especially with these big-name big, ga- big name guys. But in my experience, that's that's maybe what... Maybe what, maybe they went in with a Colorado setup and started monkeying with it after practice. But but that that second moto, I mean, he, he was foot on the pegs. He was going around the outsides of the guy. I mean, he was on fire. Just, man. But, but, but... What was the weather like, Well, again, What was the weather like? 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't hot. It definitely was not. It was hotter than um, it was expected to be. You know, I think it actually maybe got into the 80s. I, I, it was expected to be nothing all weekend. And I, I'd say during the motos, it wasn't cool. But it certainly wasn't as hot as High Point can be, uh, let alone other races. So I guess that test is still out there. But doing it in the second moto, he's been better in the first motos in the second motos mm-hmm. at the first three races. This time, he flipped it. So to me, that's something. Right. This weekend, WW Ranch, though. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at the weather right now, and shocking. It's been, yeah, shocking. shocking. Yes, it's been record-setting hot so far this summer, but it's actually been cooled down a little bit in the last week. But looking at it right now, it goes back to that crazy balls hot for Saturday and Sunday next week, and it's saying 94 for Saturday. And I'm telling you, if it's 94 on Saturday, these guys are in for a world of hurt because. Florida's different. Like it, you know, it can be 92, and that doesn't sound crazy hot when you're looking at Vegas and Phoenix, and their places are saying 115. But I'm telling you, 92 in Florida is yeah, ungodly miserable. I think we all know so, that. Yeah. So, well, I don't think everybody real understands. If you've never been to Florida in the summer and you're just looking at it, 92 may not seem that bad. Or 90, they're saying 94. That's going to be hell on earth for those guys on Saturday. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you to your point that the first real fitness test of all this is going to be on Saturday. I mean, we haven't we haven't even seen temperatures over eighty degrees yet in this in this series. Um, Webb was better uh, outside of that Superman crash in Moto One. Um, well, he was running third when it happened. Second Moto, we got third again. Anderson qualified fastest. Uh, Anderson's second Moto fade was a bit curious. I don't know. I haven't talked to him, so I'm not sure. No, no, oh. no. But I'm not sure. Uh, that was a little bit curious because he was in position for the overall. Um, we didn't get to see the pass, JT. But yeah, but Did we said s- Park saw it. <laughs> 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 JT is so angry about this this coverage. I don't know what I mean. It's like you've never seen these sponsored things before, JT. I, you you know how it works. You know the game. It doesn't mean I like the game. And I think the biggest difference is, is I've been to so many more races in the past than I have been lately. So I'm, this is all I've got is this television coverage. And I, I have the app going and I have the TV going and I'm overlapping each other when one's off. But <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Like, I feel like I'm the big Lebowski. Like, am I, am I wrong to think that we should probably see that pass being made versus, uh, you know, Ted parks is awesome program. Don't get me wrong. Uh, company i work for is a huge part of that but i feel like there's probably more to be shown than that at that time i heard they were going to show and wygant shot it down that's what i heard yeah i said i didn't want to see the pass i i still haven't <laughs> seen the pass i still have not seen the pass um i, I don't know it's did, it never maybe it never happened no one ever witnessed it I, just, uh, I mean yeah i mean the timing was terrible i couldn't believe and it, it's so funny to watch this because like uh in these motos like, Tomac will catch him, and it's not just Tomac Anderson. It's any combination of riders. Mm-hmm. A rider will catch someone. You're like, he's coming. He's going to pass him. And then next thing you know, eight more minutes have gone by, and he still hasn't made the pass. And that's when I know things are going to start getting dicey because it's like, okay, we waited. We thought it would happen, and then we'd get this other stuff in when the pass was done, and it's still not done. Uh, I mean, I can't defend. We, we battled quite a bit on the podcast this week. I can't defend showing a Teddy Parks feature during uh, a battle, which ultimately determined the overall. But 
the race was kind of reversed to the way they normally are. Like usually the motos start out furious and by the end of the race, it, it spread out. But in this case, it was Cooper Webb by himself for 20 minutes and then all hell breaking loose. Um, Webb gets passed by Roxon, then Roxon has the overall, then Anderson's holding off Tomac, and he mm-hmm. has the overall until Tomac passes him. And then by that point, we had too much commerce stacked up. Here's the ultimate test. Uh, are you going to do a big launch of fly racing stuff at some point like you guys normally do during a, during the year? That would later be, in the season? Uh, yes, the Pacific right. Northwest, Washougal event. Okay, all right. Um, I'm hoping this will be awesome. This will be awesome. I'm hoping <laughs> we have an epic late battle showdown and a, I don't know, take your pick, Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, you know, someone in the fly racing family feature that has to run. And then JT, it's like a Sophie's Choice fork in the road wishbone moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, show the feature, bro. Oh, all right. oh, okay. All right. All right. Just yeah, don't be silly. Right. Right. Oh, okay. It's a new gear. <laughs> show it. With the bathwater. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we did you talk to Anderson about the late moto thing? Any any word on that? He definitely was a little out of character. No, I didn't make it to the 450 press conference because we were shooting stuff. Uh, GL and I shoot some stuff for the NBC site, and I think it goes in pro motocross. Also, uh, and by the time we had that, 450 presser was wrapped. Um, all I know is Anderson said the High Point fans can give uh, Red Bud fans a run for their money, so people were very stoked on Jason Anderson. That's all I know. Right. He was good. He's, go- he's Fan favorite. Uh, Roxon yep. Tomac, uh, one, two, not a surprise in, in any order, but I would have said Marv and Osborne after that, after Osborne's ride at uh, Thunder Valley, and Marv is really, really good at High Point. I would have said that's your next two guys in some order, and then Anderson and Webb after that. Well, uh, I was wrong. Uh, Webb stepped up his game, like I said, outside of that crash. He was pretty good, uh, better than he's been, and Anderson was better than he's been. So, yeah, I'm right back to not knowing who the best of the <laughs> rest are. Weege, you know? I think we're looking at – I want to give a shout-out, man. This is like an epically deep field. Like, we have seven dudes. I know that Roxanne and Tomac have won all the races. So, on paper, it's like, nah, it's just a two-rider battle. But these other guys have definitely given them a run, and there's seven of them. If you throw in uh, Baggett, obviously now he won a moto, so he counts. Uh, Webb is better. Uh, I, don't, I don't think – you cannot take for granted. We don't get every year where outdoors there's seven guys. You'd be like, yeah, I can see him winning. Uh, so yep. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. And Webb, I talked to Webb a lot uh, uh, on Saturday morning. And, yeah, he pretty much straight up admitted that uh, he was not motivated at all to put in the work <laughs> for outdoors. I'm like, what's – I'm like, anything change over the break? And he's like, yeah, I started working hard. And I'm like, for reals? He's like, yeah, pretty much. He's like, I was doing half-assed motos and not really trying and only thinking about Supercross and – uh, he's like, you, he's like, I was fading. I could go 20 minutes. I, I could not do the pace for 30 minutes and two. Cause I wasn't doing it at home. I wasn't trying hard at home. And then I was coming to the races and then we were trying to make the bike better. And we actually were making it worse. And by Colorado, it was really bad. And that last moto at Colorado where we went from first to eighth was really bad. Uh, so look, I know he didn't win. He didn't even get on the podium, but he was way, way better, way better. So this is cool to have him back up in the mix because it was not good the first three rounds. Again, I'll say this. I said this on the Pulp Show. You, you As this goes on, I think we're going to see guys, you know, devoting more and more stuff to Supercross and more and more. You just, you're going to, you're going to begin to, I think, appreciate the RVs and Rickies and Dungies who could ramp it up and win both titles. I agree. Yep. Because I, I think agree. it's going it, to, it's, 
uh, it's gonna it's gonna happen, you know. So. Yeah, and I think uh, what helps is that what helped those guys is they had been around a while. Like Cooper admitted to me that he tried to do some outdoor stuff like the last couple of weeks of Supercross, yeah. but like he just couldn't get his mind in right. it. He was so scared of getting hurt outdoors. And look, dude, you, you're on the precipice of one title. You're going to prepare for one that you have no idea if you're going to be battling for it or not. Yeah, no, I get it. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I think it just showed, like, eventually Villapoto had been through the drill enough, or anybody, Rick Johnson, Bob Hanna, Jeff Ward, they had all been through the drill, I think, enough to be like, I know how to handle one and the other at the same time. For him, he just did not know how to handle it. So maybe if he's up front in Supercross again next year, maybe he has a better idea how to manage both. But you're right. We were taking it for granted. Yeah, that you yeah, could do I, both. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I think it was. We were taking yeah. it for granted. Uh, JT, Baggett wins that first moto. Just after Tomac fell, he was gone. Um, mm-hmm. That I mean, yeah. Like, But then second moto, like, uh, I mean, you take it. You're happy if you're Forrest Butler and Michael Byrne. You take the moto win and all that. But then you're kind of like, oh, man. Like, could you get a third? <laughs> It, it just it went disastrous in the second moto form, but that ride in the first moto that's that's El Chupacabra. There it is. Yeah, I mean, when you look at how the season's gone, though, to take a moto win, they would have taken that a hundred times out of a hundred if you had asked them that on Wednesday of last week. So, yeah, it's just baby steps. You know, the season hasn't gone to plan. Um, to win a moto though is a big deal. You know, you look at how the season's gone, and you know Kenny and. Eli really dominated. So yes, for for them as a team and for them to make a step forward and for sponsors and all that, they will take that every single time. And then now that you just try to build from it, yeah. just you know try to be better. But that was a, that was a big deal. That was yeah. a big step forward well, for the team. Yeah, just see you later. I mean, he wrote phenomenal. You know, great. Yeah. Well, just... and, yeah, and, and as I'm watching it, you know, my I was watching with my dad, which really never happens, and. Uh, you know, he looked really comfortable early, and, and Eli really wasn't able to pressure him. And, you know, when Eli goes down there, you know, I, I said to him, I'm like, if, if Blake can put in three or four really good laps right now, because Cooper's not, Cooper's not able to go the pace right now. And if he can hold up Anderson and these guys and Blake puts in his best laps of the race, this thing's over. If he puts it up to 10 seconds, this, this is done. They won't be able to see him anymore. They're not even going to be focused on Blake at that point. They're going to be worried about their own battle and in their own little world where Blake's out there picking his own lines with no pressure. And that's kind of how it played out. You could you could see that Blake dropped the hammer. He went down into the 203s for lap times and, you know, pulled a lead and then it was done. Like those guys were not focused on Blake Baggett anymore because he was too far out. Uh, Marvin's had a weird season, huh, Weed? You mentioned this last week and it, it continued at high point. Well, yeah, I think he's falling off the radar just a little bit, and it's not necessarily justified as in, like, he's still capable, I think, of being the same Marv and still winning races on any given weekend. But if you look at it, hey, he was second in Supercross last year. He was third in Supercross this year. He was probably the second-best guy outdoors the last two years. You cannot right now say he's the second-best guy. Uh, But on any given weekend, he still is capable of winning, I feel, and maybe he would have been a high point. I mean, he... Doesn't it? Dude, he came, doesn't he came it, from way back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he was yeah. pretty much. Doesn't it feel like every guy, and now you had Baggett, Osborne, yeah. Anderson, Roxon, Tomac, Baggett, Webb, have all had standout races or, or things that you noticed about them? or or I mean, I know Marv had a good day at Paula, but 
I feel like Marv, we're still waiting on Marv to have a signature moto or a signature ride here. Um, and, and it's not due to him not riding well. I think it's just circumstances, getting caught in crashes, you know, this type of stuff. But, yeah, just waiting on Marv. I, I can I can pick out good rides from just about everybody in the, in the, in the class except for, well, the, I mean, the, the front runners anyways. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's, it's really deep right now. I know every season starts with hashtag deep field, but I, I really don't think you can look back at many seasons and say at round four we had seven dudes who at some point could say, yeah, I was fast enough to win. Oh, uh, Villeman wants yeah. to talk to you about that. I know, I know. Yeah, he shot. A, he'll send us a picture of Hangtown 2000, uh, <laughs> which is true. Hangtown maybe 2000 was that good, but uh, that's 19 years. I bet you 15 out of the 19 weren't as good as what we're seeing right now. Like, I'm not saying Ricky Carmichael wasn't the greatest rider ever. He was, but dude, some of those perfect seasons he had. I mean, it was like Kyle Lewis would get the whole shot on a privateer Moto Triple X bike, and he would have to get around him and John Dowd on a KTM 540. <laughs> and uh, he had it. Oh, don't forget um, don't forget Guy Cooper that uh, one year. Guy Cooper, yeah. yeah. Red, I, hey, look, Red Dog, you guys gave it the old college try. Red Dog, <laughs> mad, mad respect for Red Dog. But there are seven guys who I think have at some point in these motos shown, yeah, maybe I could win. Yep. That's, that's good. Osborne's yeah. starts just kind of didn't seem to be there. He, he floated around. You didn't see him a whole lot um, on the day. He, first uh, moto. First moto, he pretty much whole shot the thing. First moto, he whole, Baggett got the whole shot. And then I'm, I'm was just it telling Anderson? you, Osborne, Osborne was basically the whole shotter. He maybe didn't get credit for it, but he was right there. You can go back and look if you want. So what happened to him then? Uh, he went backwards. Okay. Um, but he was, he was second in the first turn. Blake was whole shotter. Zach was second. All right. Uh, shotter. It's a good term. Shotter. Uh, Savachi got a good start in the second moto. Uh, looked good early on. I mean, he's second race back, really the first race back. So to, dr- to drop off a little bit isn't a big surprise. Uh, Bogle looked like he had a steady day. Uh, Barsha up for sec- or second moto Barsha. Yeah, second moto Barsha got the start. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't, go, didn't go well from there. Yeah, I'm a little surprised here that, you know, we've been talking so much about Renaissance for Bogle, and he's been saying it and agreeing with it, saying how much better he's feeling. But now we're stacking up a couple of nationals here where it's actually not showing. So Are you talking about Barsha or Bogle? Bogle or Barsha? Oh, oh, I thought you said Bogle. I Sorry. did talk about Barsha? Bogle, but then I talked about Barsha, so I don't know. Oh, you were going back to Barsha. Yeah, I know he started up front in that second moto, like you said. Uh, it's just not there, dude. I, I think he's really banged up. Yeah. Bogle, yeah. I mean, to yeah. me, to me, Bogle is doing fine. Is he excelling like he did at Bud's Creek or Thunder Valley when he won a moto? No. But is he sucking? No. I think he's fine. Bogle, to me, isn't on the level outdoors of an Osborne, Muskan, Webb, Anderson, Rocks, and Tomac. He's just not. So, to me, he's fine. I'll give you that, but, and maybe it's different, but... Dude, he had like three supercrosses in a row where he was winning heat races. And we're like, wait, is Bogle almost going to like podium here? So maybe it's just outdoors isn't quite the same. But uh, at one point, he almost was getting to that level. It's supercross. Yeah, I think supercross, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yep. ben- Benny Bloss came back. Ninth in the second moto. Crash in the first moto at some point. Uh, ninth in the second moto, though. I think him and the team will take that. Dean Ferris, 11-11. On the day for Dean Ferris? Yeah, man. I, I don't think Dean Ferris is expecting 
I don't think he was coming over here and basically giving up his whole life and his paycheck over there and all that to go 11-11 in these motos. Especially not. He'd ridden high point before, got second, remember? Yeah. So yes. He had, to been, he had to have been feeling pretty confident going in. Yeah, yeah. And I know, you know, the bike, this bike was a lot different than when he's riding over there. But, you know, now it's four rounds and an off weekend to figure that out. Uh, I, I'm just going to say, this is my opinion. I guarantee you his opinion is, I'm not stoked on 11-11. No. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bauer, Bowers went 12-12. That was all right for him. Um, yep. uh, the news during the week, JT Seeley out for the season. Now, we... We got a little heads up that he'd been injured and was going to miss High Point. I, I never got any heads up that it was the year for Sealy. Uh, really, the ending of a shitty year for for Cole. Yeah, with that shoulder injury, you've got to think he he must have done some sort of labrum damage or you know ligament damage at minimum to be out for the year. Which that's a tough break, man. You you know we all kind of know the injuries that Cole went through last year, which were brutal. Uh, he's in a contract year and yeah, to end it like this, probably not great. So no. I, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Does he race in 2020? I don't know. I, I would be on, you know, I'll be honest and say, maybe this is it. Maybe not. I hope he sticks around. The kid's so talented. Um, I hope he doesn't call it quits, but I wouldn't be shocked either. You know, I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, uh, Chisholm. Chisholm got a ride for, Justin Hill, uh, Weege, what do we what do we know about that? And honestly, uh, I would think Chiswick would do better. I know he's first weekend on the bike, and I know he hasn't done much. I get all that, but he, he's just, you know, he's a soldier. He's a warrior. Uh, I would think that the bike wasn't a huge adjustment for him. I was surprised that he did as poorly as he did. I mean, he'll get better because he's Chis. Yeah, I was, I'm with you on that. Uh, he's just ridden outdoors so much. You figure if there's one guy you could plug in, he's just going to go out there. 15, 15, or 14, 16, yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad you said those numbers, not me, because, again, when we say 15, 15, most people probably are like, oh, dude, you're saying he's going to suck. But you just we have to be realistic about the, the guys that you have in this field right now, and Chiz going to Chiz is like 15 thing, which is, right. as I say, in most sports, that's worth millions of dollars. That's really good, being the 15th best guy. But he wasn't 15th, and he wasn't chizzing, and I was shocked. Uh, I, I just expected he would be just rock solid, and he wasn't right. the normal chiz. Now, I knew I saw him changing bars and stuff after his first um, practice, which I think was concerning because they're like, he's ridden the bike. We didn't <laughs> think the bars would be right. the bars. Um, but I think he rode with Reed uh, this week. So, uh-oh. I mean, <laughs> then bike, maybe bike changes become contagious. God knows. Maybe Johnny screwed it all up. Yeah. No. Maybe just, hey, what you want to do when you get in from that first practice is make sure all the parts come off of the motorcycle. <laughs> That's the goal. That's my advice. So Disregard disregard any anybody that tells you there are actually clickers on that stuff that you can change. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those mean nothing. No. Those are... Actually, you get could just forks off. You could just get some hardened concrete and pour them on your clickers, so you don't ever have to ever use them. And just fill, fill in that slot where the where the screwdriver would go. Smooth those out. Um, uh, Freddie Norn had an off day, although he came from the way back in the first moto. He was way back uh, in the first moto and charged up typical Freddie style. Henry Miller, I think. Uh, I think if you're Henry Miller, you'll take a thirteenth in the first moto. Good job for Henry, uh, and work from there. Uh, but back to Chiz uh, Weed. So um, it says Justin Hill will be out week to week, but it's got to be longer than they wouldn't call Chiz if it's, you know, 
He's this has got yeah, a multiple week uh, I, thing. Yeah, I think it's going to be longer. I right. think it's going to be longer than that. I don't know if that means the whole season, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, not just that Hill could return, but whatever, man. If Chiz, let's say Chiz races six races, do they really, with two to go, say sorry, bro? Like I just feel like if he's going to be there long enough, if he goes a couple more weeks and we're three quarters mark of the season, I wouldn't be surprised. They're just like, yeah, just stay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You yeah. guys see his. Uh... Justin's dad wasn't too pumped with what Weston Pike had to say on the uh, Pulp Show. I did see that. You yes, know, he's angry. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how many F's Weston gives about that comment. Oh. <laughs> so, was it only? Was his response? Wait, was his response on social media or vital? Or did somebody take social media and put it? On yeah, vital? somebody put social media on vital. Yeah. yeah, one one of my favorite points of that was saying someone saying. So you're complaining about a guy complaining about you on a radio show and not to your face by complaining to him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come yeah. say it to my face. I'm going to call you out on Instagram. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows, dude? I, I don't know. Like, yeah. Weston's whole thing was like, I, I've been working with Justin. I got him to see a psychologist before Paula for a couple of times and, you know, just to work through some some stuff, and then he goes and Paula and has this great day, and he never calls the guy back. You what? Know? <laughs> yeah. Wes is like, well, it worked. You're, you wrote Paula great. Like, keep it up. Keep everything up. <laughs> so I don't know. Hey, hey, back to uh, – sorry, back to Norin. Is he going to get COE's bike? Do we know? Uh, I, I wouldn't think so. No? You don't think so? No, because I think Dan Bentley had a lot to do with that. He's not there anymore. I don't know if Norman is... It didn't happen last year, right? Right. And I don't know... Well, no, Norman was hurt. I don't think Norman was even racing last but, year. But, I mean, they never had another guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't see that happening. Okay. But, but maybe, yeah. Well, they, to correct myself, sorry, they had Craig replacing Sealy, and then when Craig went down, they just right. left it. Correct? I don't right. remember anybody else getting it. I, would they put Craig back on it? <sighs> yeah, I was thinking that, too. Then Craig... Uh, Banged himself up a little bit this weekend, so that's probably going to mess that up. So, yeah, I texted Christian, never got a reply back, but I saw he was on social media today. Uh, what happened? He crashed in practice, or what? Yeah, yeah, I actually talked to him right before he went out, and then he didn't. That was it. Like, he never made it back. No, no, I saw him. He was in around 26 uh, all yeah. day. Uh. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, Wycash? What is know. happening I, with the I, I, with the scoring? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so. He had the rare 26th place while also DNS. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal ride by Christian. I, I don't know what's going on with these results. We have in, uh, in practice, we keep getting caught out where a dude will put in a heater and it'll still like be six fastest. But then you look at the actual time and it's the fastest time that anyone. What? My favorite is when it just starts freaking out. Like yeah. It's just flipping it just upside puts, down. It's just going crazy. It, it just puts Ben LeMay in second. Just, and someone I, in the truck, someone in the truck just goes, ah, screw it, and they pull the whole thing off. Like they just cut it, you know, take the I, thing down. I don't, I don't know what to say. And, and, I don't know what to say. But I saw, I saw, a, we're, we're, yeah. we're four rounds down, and it's still, it's Todd Wilson still. <laughs> okay, I get the one week. I get the one week. He just showed up in Australia. Nobody knows who he is. I get it. We're four weeks in. It's still Todd Wilson. Like, what is, 
what is happening, Wildcat, to the <laughs> to the scoring? What's going on? Look, man, I know that you guys watch that very closely because I'm sure of fantasy. It's very important. But, I, dude, like for me, like there are times where I've said the wrong thing because yes, I used you, what I'm supposed to it, use. It got you this weekend with somebody. Uh, I forget who it was. It got you this weekend. You said something. Well, I'm, I'm like, getting I'm getting less trustworthy, so I think it's happening less. But right. yeah, maybe it did happen again. It, this yeah, weekend. It, I, I do remember specifically. I think there's been two motos where I thought Derek Drake was starting in fourth. And then it quickly goes haywire, and I'm like, oh, no, he wasn't fourth, and now it's going to look like he started fourth and immediately got shuffled to 12th. Yeah. no, he probably started in 12th. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was probably another that caught me this weekend. Like, I don't know. I I don't understand. This is not even (laughs) – this has been – they've had transponder live scoring for how long now? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. JT would like like an explanation also. (laughs) Oh, the phone – well, it's to the point where I think they're doing it on purpose now. Oh, okay. The Christian Craig DNS. That was awesome. And it was all day. Yeah, all day. Was... Never fixed, never anything. Just 26th place for Christian Craig. He literally wasn't. I mean, he probably already flew home. Yeah. I'm guessing, well, Christian, because there's 40 guys in the, in the, in the moto, so Christian would have went to them early and said, I'm out, right? And they would have given his transponder yeah, somebody? Yeah, they replaced him. Like on, on AMA scoring, he was not in there. But yet right. on the NBC broadcast, so, he was in there. So <laughs> was the guy with Christian's transponder 26th? Uh, no, I doubt it. I, he right. should have I'm his amazed. own transponder. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm amazed dude. if you came up with it. You almost came up with an actual reason why this would make sense. I don't know, dude. Uh, I, <laughs> but that guy happened to run 26th all day? Yeah, Solid yeah, yeah. No, that, that makes no sense. Like, you start lap one and 26, you just end up 26. <laughs> For two motos. Yeah. <laughs> For a consistent day. Dude, I wanted to – I had heard that Craig had gone down at practice. I didn't have time to go over there and check. And then I wanted to text Paige, his wife, to be like, hey, is he – I heard he went down. Is he okay? But then I was seeing the name <laughs> – on the timing and scoring screen, and I didn't want to text her and be like, moron, he's racing. Why don't you use your eyeballs? He's out on the track. And I'm like, maybe he is. I I was so confused. I was so confused. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's wrap up the 450s. Uh, JT was just – I just – yes. I cannot reiterate. All day long, texts are coming in furiously (laughs) angry from JT. From the the Teddy Parks feature and missing the pass to the the names, to the scorings. Uh, As our buddy Swizzcore says, JT has become the auditor. Yeah, he really has. <laughs> what, I, what I don't get is, like, Supercross makes mistakes, too, and Supercross misses passes, too, and he's never seemed to be this upset, Why can't? He's never. I don't s- watch him. I don't watch him, though. I'm at every race, and I, then I, don't, I don't watch after. So <sighs> okay. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sub- subject to all these things. Well, it, it is. He's losing his mind right now. I'm only losing it because I, I want it to be better. Like, I know we can be better than this. <laughs> Anybody could be better than this. I, like, I, I, I wasn't racing. I, I I get the features. I get the sponsored content. Yeah, I get I that. I will never right. complain about that. I get it. You're not going to get everything. But but the scoring and timing thing is just, <laughs> yeah. it is absolutely. The, it, fe- the features thing, I just like complaining about. I know it's it's written in there, and I know it, it's just a part of the deal. Like, love it or, you know, like, it's just that you don't, you don't have to like it, but it's not changing. The scoring thing is just mind blowing to me at this point. I have no idea what to say. About we need that. Doris. What's Doris doing? Is Doris around? <laughs> Where's Doris? Um. All right. Okay. So look. Uh. Four rounds down. Eight to go. They're tied. Who brings this thing home, JT? 
I got to go with Eli. Uh, I, I just think there are a lot of unanswered questions about Kenny. And we're also talking about the rider who's won the last two titles too. You know, he's, we're four rounds down and he's tied for the lead coming off of two previous titles. So why wouldn't you pick him? You know, we're going into a track that he won a moto at the USGP on. We all know how great he is at Southwick. I don't know. I don't have any reason to not think Eli will get this done. Weege? Yeah, I pretty much echo what JT says. I feel like you're dealing with a guy that won the title the last two years. He's still won, you know, half of the overalls this year and half of the motos, essentially. It's not like there's anything wrong with Tomac. So I feel like it's smarter to put your money on the guy who's won it the last two years than a guy who's a little more of a question mark. All right. Yeah, I kind of yeah. I, I agree with both of you guys. Uh, one yeah. last thing, Weech. Uh So Isaac Teasdale had a full JGR bike. Word on the street is uh, his connections with the uh, with a casino or, or something is I, I, going to be the title sponsor for JGR next year. So was he under the tent? Does he have a ride? Uh, it's like fifty fifty. He was under uh, like the EZF off to the side. Okay, so um, he, yeah. it's it was very telling that his graphics said Cherokee uh, on the shroud. Yep. Uh, which you weren't seeing in the other JGR bikes yet, right? But, uh, but yeah, okay. yeah, I believe so, you're seeing the I believe you're seeing the seeds uh, being but, planted. So, mm-hmm. correct I, me if I'm wrong here, though. He was running a customer JGR setup, though, right? He wasn't running the same bike as Chiz. Yeah, and I believe that's why he wasn't under the tent. It definitely was like uh, I don't know how to say like maybe maybe this is dating instead of marriage. Like yeah. I, I think it's going to lead to some some children right. and, and a whole relationship. <laughs> right. But uh, it was definitely not the same. Okay. So uh, as as this treatment of like it wasn't like he was just right next to Chiz and had Chiz's bike and all that. Well, I, I, and I yeah. the only reason I bring that up is I yeah. when I rode 2012, um, Boa Brothers MX was JGR equipped, and yep. we were basically on a customer setup just for budget reasons, yep. and it it was a significant difference. And obviously that's a long time ago, so. It would be interesting to see what the you know performance difference of the bike was. I'm sure it was some, just because those full factory Suzuki's are not cheap. So you know. Okay, I so I went to Kahia on Wednesday. Felt really good out at the vet track, and I rode on Friday out here. And I'm in Vegas. If I can get some casino money, can I get a ride? Oh, the sport has proven that time and time again. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, listen. Yeah, in this in this day and age, it's getting to be that way more and more. So, um, yeah. And that Teasdale uh, situation that was part. I mean, he was on what was left, I guess, of Team Phoenix, which was at one point going to be the most revolutionary um, team. It was going to run everybody into the ground. They were going to dominate, kill everyone, show everybody how it's done. Yep. Well, everybody's uh, laughing now. Oh, that's right. That's right. Everyone. Yes, that's right, JT. Everyone who is laughing is going to eat their words. Yep. Um, No words were eaten. Uh, The team does exist in some small way, but uh, Teasdale is part of it. Now he's here, I guess, bringing some money over with him and to some degree, just, yeah, I don't even know. All right. Anything else? 450s? Anything else? Nah. Nope. All right. Yep. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, Race uh, Rex Podcast. Uh, thank you, Fly Racing. Check out the Formula Helmet out now. Uh, Blake Baggett wearing it and uh, winning a moto. So that's not a coincidence. Uh, thank you, Fly Racing, Alpine Stars, uh, Slick Wash, and, of course, the folks at Maxis all on board with us. And Race Tech Suspension um, and Motors, I guess I should say. Ben LeMay running Race Tech Motors right now. Uh, Mike Alessi running Race Tech up in Canada. Tyler Medaglia as well. 
uh, a lot of the riders uh, running Race Tech. And please check them out on the on the web. Pulp 19 is your code to save with the folks at Race Tech. Go down, mention Pulp, get your suspension service, get your motor work done. Get some get something happening from the folks at Race Tech. And uh, thanks to those guys for making it happen and, and everything else. So let's go to 250s now from High Point on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. I guess before we get to AC, uh, we each, uh, I asked Will Hahn about Justin Cooper's day. He didn't have much to tell me. He, uh, he didn't really know what happened. Uh, first moto uh, was odd. Went backwards. Uh, six nine on the day. He lost twenty points to AC. Justin Cooper's first poor race of the year, really, including Supercross, uh, I believe. So, just uh, you have any answers? No, I, that's more information than even I had. The lack of information from from Wilbur. Um, I mean, he did mention we had a report from Will Christian there before the second moto that. Bike setup was not good in mm-hmm. Moto One. Changed it, but well, the result <laughs> yeah. wasn't better. No, so, no, uh, yeah. Uh, huh. It's just a little bit of what I was worried of, though. Um, just that we haven't had him in this situation before. Like for sure, the talent, the speed, that team is and bike are well proven. All the ingredients are obviously there, but you just never know if you can count on someone to be good in all twenty-four motos to, which is what it takes to win a title, until they do it. Um, so it's a question mark for everybody almost in this class. No one's won the title before. You never know. And I just stressed that over and over last year going into the season, you had Osborne and Jeremy Martin in the class. You knew those two could do it. Now they both screwed it up, but they both could have done it. Uh, this year, everybody, although AC's starting to prove, it looks like he can, whatever you throw at him, he can handle it. But with any of the other guys, you just don't know. Are they going to be good every week? With what it takes, I don't know, and it's a test for him. And by the way, it's only the second full year. That's a lot. That's a big load. Yeah, no, I, I, it doesn't mean anything. It's twenty-four motos, you know. Yeah, yes, it's not the end of the world or anything. But JT, it was surprising to see the kid hole shot and, and drop back like that. Yeah, it was a weird day. Um, he wasn't fast in qualifying. The, I, I don't know if the crash. He had a pretty big crash, I think, in the second qualifying session. If that played a role in his day but even in the first qualifying session he wasn't good so you almost think he just didn't have it on yeah. whatever day and it was it was weird i don't i don't know you know I, i've had days like that and obviously i wasn't contending for a championship but it just didn't happen for you that day and nothing really to point to you weren't hurt you weren't sick it just wasn't yeah. wasn't clicking and that's kind of what it looked like you just didn't have the speed and didn't have the pace and obviously got the start in one moto but Nothing was seeming to come together for him. I mean, um, I would have said, though, but I would have said, hey, look, he's not his day. He's not on it. All the things you just said about, but he led laps. Uh, in the he, he led six laps in the first moto. To me, he should hang on for a third if he's not on it, you know? But, hey, yeah, those guys sucked him up. There was a big battle there. So Yeah, you always wonder, like, the first, first moto, first laps, everyone's kind of trying to sort things out. Um, but it just seemed like to me when everybody was on their best pace, he couldn't go with them. Uh, and I I don't know what to attribute that to, you know, when everybody sort of figured the track out, he just didn't have, he didn't have the lap times all day qualifying any, any time of the day, he wasn't able to go with them. So head scratching for sure. Uh, AC just, he was pretty far back. When you watch the replay of the start motor one, he was Mm -hmm. pretty far back and yeah, dude, he just reminds me of Zacho last year. His fitness is so on point, he can turn a disaster into a podium finish. Uh, and then if he gets out front, it's it's over and he can he can maintain. I mean, Hunter was uh, – not Hunter. Um, Sexton was on him, that second moto, right behind him. 
He's flawless through the – I mean, he's just – he looks in control. He looks to be in shape. Like I said, he can he can salvage a, a poor start. Like it's Yamaha's everywhere, all around him, every moto. But, man, he is just all together right now. Four in a row for AC. Yeah, it's, it's crazy the way that our sport has evolved a little bit because in that battle with Sexton and AC, those guys ride together all the time. So it was basically like another practice session for those two, and and that's got to help AC's psyche because he's like, yeah, okay, it's Chase, whatever. No big deal. I'm used to riding with him. And in the 450 class too, when Zacho and Anderson and and uh, Webb, whether it's Marvin and yeah. Webb, yes, Webb was who I was looking for there, they're all battling it out. It's just like another practice moto, you know, at, at Alvin's place. So it, it really has changed in that way because – in years past, the top guys never rode with each other unless it was on race day. But now I think there's just this comfort level that comes with practicing with people that it's it's different now. It, it definitely seems different. As I'm watching the race, I'm like, I know that feeling because if there was someone I rode with a lot and we were racing, I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, buddy, what's up? It's, an, it's like Wednesday, you know. It's But they're battling for the race win at a national, you know. It's kind of weird. He's just He's really good, Weege, right now. Uh, interesting. Uh, related to that, I, I talked to Sexton a little bit after the race, and I'm like, yeah, is he back in Florida? You guys riding together again? And he said, yeah, and he's been putting it to me, and he's way better outdoors than he was the last time we were riding outdoors together, which I'd assume it would have been 2017 because AC didn't even do it last year. Uh, not only does he seem like he's in better shape, I think a lot of it is he's just so confident now that I think he's riding his race, as they would say, and not freaking out and not using energy, it, especially in that 250 class, dudes are they're in full sprint erratic mode immediately. And I think he's just letting the race come to him and saving energy. So maybe he's in better shape, maybe he's not. But I bet you he's using less because he's so confident it's just going to work out. I don't need to go nuts here in the first two laps because, oh, my God, I got a yeah, bad start. He, or I got the whole shot. Oh, my God. You, you could have given yeah. me 100 to 1 odds that he'd win the first four and I wouldn't have taken it. I would have been like, no, no. stop it. No. He's not winning four nationals in a row. There's just no chance. No. He's got over a moto lead already. So, uh, yeah, and it's just like you've seen. He's been tested so many ways. He's gotten bad starts. He's gotten good starts. Obviously, we've gone from west to east, and we've had some mud races. And I mean, it, the same thing happens every week, regardless of what's thrown at him. That's what's making this so impressive. You, it's not just he's won some motos by thirty seconds. It's like. Same thing happens yeah. regardless yeah. of the circumstances. Do you yeah. think Mitch went over and, and told the uh, MX Sports about Cooper getting off, off the track and not entering at a safe spot? <laughs> Do you think that that was brought up at all? <laughs> uh, he lost time, though. He uh, lost time. He lost positions. Right. Um, Hunter Lawrence wins a moto. He's third in the second one. Uh, Hunter Lawrence has arrived. Uh, I know Paula, he you know had one good moto, and he probably would have won had he not fallen. But uh, now he put two together. Um, yep. Uh, this is kind of what I thought would happen soon. I, I've, I've been a a quiet supporter of Hunter Lawrence as far as, like, I'm like, this kid's going to figure it out. He's just – he's too good not to. It's been a it's been a little bit of a tough start for him. But I think from now on, Weege, he's, he's going to be a factor from now on. I really do. I still can't believe, and it's not like he's the only one to do it, but I still cannot believe that, you know, he has zero – experience of this track at all the amount of practice time they have is just shockingly low i'm just amazed that he can pull that off and it's i shouldn't be because it's i mean it's happened yeah yeah I, I was talking to grant langston himself who did that but he said yeah but even in my day we rode saturday practice 
and raced on Sunday when yeah. I came over the yeah. first time. It's still just impressive to me. Um, he'll put the rest of it together to get an overall. Yep. But uh, that's all you need. Like, but of course, in typical Australia uh, confident fashion, I said, what does this do for you to be like, okay, I knew I could do it, but now I really, really know. But I think he already really knew. So, I, I do. I do. I agree. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, don't think it, I don't think it boosted his confidence because I think he figured I'll win one of these motos at some point. So he already thought he would do it. I think he he's did. a podium guy, race winner from here on out, JT. I really do. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it'll be interesting. You know, this weekend coming up is a tracky race, and he was he was very good on. He lost to RJ Hampshire, uh, but he was good there, uh, you know, a year and a half ago or whenever that was. So um, you got to assume he'll probably be pretty good in the sand. They he probably spent most of his days riding sand when he lived in Europe. So yeah, I think we're we're witnessing the arrival of Hunter Lawrence. Um, you know, I, I think the damage is done as far as the championship goes, but he will be a he will be a contender. I just don't know he, if he can find a way to do it every single moto. Um, I was really surprised. You guys already mentioned it, but I was really surprised for him to come out in the first moto after you know what twenty minutes of riding on the track and come out and just run away. That that was really impressive to me. With the amount of time these guys have raced this track, both professional and amateur level, uh, I mean, he was uncontested in that first one. It was really, really impressive to me. Sexton was good. Uh, qualified fastest, too, which has got to be nice for him. Uh, he was fastest out of everybody. Yeah. He, everybody, you know, 450 as yeah. well. He got some starts, too, which is, I mean, they weren't perfect for him, but they were better. So that's that's a good thing for him. Colt Nichols, uh, actually, uh, yeah, Colt whole shot that Moto 1, right? Um, and hung in there for a 5-5. He's just a tick off of those guys, but uh, when you look at Moseman and Hampshire, I think he's right with those guys for the most part. Oh, yeah, Mo- Moto2, I mean, Moto2, he led for, I don't know, 10 minutes? Probably, yeah. right, yeah. It's pretty solid, yeah. yeah. I'm actually watching it right now. Yeah, he- um, you wonder if he just blew himself up a little bit trying to go at the beginning because uh, he definitely lost touch with with the leaders, you know. Yeah. I, so it was hey it was good racing in both motos 250 class all day it's good racing yeah it's good uh, I mean, yeah we've, yeah we've got we've got real contenders yeah that can and even guys like hampshire weren't even in the mix which they can be right so um Ferrandis needs some starts uh yeah but i feel like it was better yeah um than it's been, uh, or as a guy Villeman was saying, it's not the starts, it's the first lap. Okay, yeah, and whatever. I feel like, whatever. Right. right. Well, whatever, I feel like he did better at it this time, but the result really didn't improve uh, like I thought it would. I'm, I'm still a little surprised. He, he seems to take a while. as fast to, as I thought. He, yeah. Yeah, he seems to take a while to get going. He does, but I feel like there were also motos last year where when he got going, You'd be like, oh, crap, where is this coming from? Yeah, like, he'd yeah. be 11th early, and then all of a sudden you'd be like, dude, he's yeah. going to win anyway. Southwick, uh, for example. Yeah, he was on yeah, fire. And, yeah. I, I don't feel like we've seen that um, yet. Um, he's just, yeah. Cameron McAdoo. I, I, again, so Tyler Keefe really needed this, by the way, in case you're wondering. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, no McElrath, no Jordan Smith. Uh, Wilson Todd gets 10th. Good job by him. Uh, Cantrell's gone. Um, uh, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Falk's gone. Derek Drake's still figuring things out. Um, good job for Cameron McAdoo. Ram it. Coming in. Hadn't ridden a KTM since 65s. 8-7. Was fifth for a while there in one of the motos. Uh, good job for McAdoo, man. That, was, that, that, that had to be happy for that team. 
Oh, that was huge. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's about as good as he's ever done, I feel, at a national uh, I right do around. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's way over par from any of the results the team was getting. Um, man, that has to be I, – I, what do you think? Who feels better about it, him or them? They needed it so bad, but he yeah. didn't even have a ride. So I wonder who feels better. I just – I don't see him beating Moseman and Cooper and, and Amart, which we'll get to in a second. Um, mm, okay. But I don't know. Maybe he – yeah, maybe he – he's just never – what's his career best outdoors? I'm going to look right now, actually. I, I can't – I can't see it being that, and then to come off single on top a five on a steel frame uh, bike to come out and do that. Like I don't know if that's adrenaline or that's newness or, you know, I don't I don't know. But good God, Tyler Keith probably hugged them. Probably never let yeah. go. Yeah. Well, the other thing is you mentioned the bike. I mean, the results were so subpar that I, I think a lot of that was being pointed in that direction. You, you were hearing these rumblings of like these dudes aren't happy with the bike, so. Yeah, to have anything like "Hey, the bike's okay" is is good for them. Yeah, his career best is a ninth at Unadilla. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's. That and then, and then that's his only top ten finish. So, and then he comes wow. out on a KTM and gets seventh. I don't know. I'll never figure this sport out. I'm done. I'm done figuring. I I, I have no idea. Well, so. yeah, and as I know, you shouldn't really be able to link these two together because Vegas was a month ago and it was a different uh, sport and a different team and bike. But also, the Vegas performance came out of nowhere. So, is there like a switch that just flipped with this dude? Transfer of power? I, Transfer of power, know. JT? Do he's we, he's do pretty we. tight with Brayton. Oh, boy. I don't know. I'm going to have to – I want to see how he does in the coming weeks. I mean, that was a great ride, consistent ride, which has not really been his thing. Uh, so, I'm just going to say congratulations. Excellent job. You came through for yourself and your team when they needed it most. Uh but I'm just going to wait and see, see how this thing goes and unfolds before I make any summarizations here. Um, Wilson Todd told me that he could only do Lakewood, and then he had to go back and ride Australia, and he didn't want to bail on his team. But now he he rode this week, and then now he said he's going back home. Got his career oh. best 10th overall. So, All right. Good job for the Aussie. Um, Moseman was solid again. Hampshire, kind of what we thought. Um, what the hell's going on with Troll Train? Well, again, you're the JGR whisperer. What 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 are we doing? What's going on? What's happening? He was tested. He went he went and stayed at Phil's so he could test and get the bike better. Uh, first of all, as he admitted way back in Nashville, when he realized maybe he's not the best at testing, um, I think that's how some of the testing has gone. He's not necessarily the best tester. Thirteen eleven. Thirteen eleven. But. I'm going to go beyond that. Go ahead. Go ahead, JT. Hold on. Yeah. Why Why has Steve passed you being the Amart expert? Steve's oh, the Amart expert. Oh, oh. I like this. Forehand, backhand. Send it how, back at you. How can Steve not be the Amart expert? This is your guy. I have a lot of questions right now. I'm questioning everything about my love for Troll Train right now. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. I. 13-11, he started 13th in the first moto. He finished 13th. It's like, consistent. This is terrible. This has been, this has been terrible. Uh, here's the real – here's the elephant in the room we need to discuss here. You could talk about him being not a good at testing or whatever. That's bike setup. The elephant in the room here is this bike just too slow. That's what everybody's afraid of. Everybody has been afraid that is the Suzuki 250 – fast enough to compete 
in this class. We now have a guy who was essentially second in points three years in a row that is not able to get a top ten. Uh, I think it's all pointing one direction, and that's not testing. That's uh, the bike needs more power. Now, this is just wow. anecdotal. I'm not basing okay. this on a dino chart. Right. But, but was not was this not the fear that everybody I, had? Like, I thought is it, that Suzuki fast enough? Look, it's different for sure, but I thought it looked fine in Supercross. Pulled some I agree. Starts. starts were good. Yep. He, he was able to jump things out of turns. Yeah. You, you know, like I, 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 my fears of this bike and power and everything else were eased with Dakotas's and, and his finishes and Peters and all of that. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's good. It's solid. Is it the fastest bike? No chance, but I don't know. But that was the fear, correct? Yeah. Like when he first go- went to Suzuki, it was like, well, oh, okay, man, so- is the Suzuki 250 competitive? So, so the bike's this hold- is not doing anything to dispel that. The bike's holding us back. Got it. Uh, look, I'm not saying I'm seeing him getting pulled on hills or I have dyno charts in front of me, but that was the fear. Is he going to take a step back when he gets on the bike? And so far, that's what has happened. Well, I'll blame the bike. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot better than looking in the mirror. That's for sure. Okay. Um, Oldenburg came back. Uh, I asked Wilbur about him because uh, for Pulp Max fantasy purposes, and Will said he didn't know if he had two motos in him, and he kind of didn't, but he's been uh, he's been gone a while off injury since Vegas, so it's a decent start for him. Hartraft was okay. Uh, Nick Gaines, JT, I don't know where Nick Gaines' finishes came from. Wow. But Nick Gaines? Yeah, I don't know, man. He, uh, he was cramping so bad in Colorado. Mind you, it was like, I don't know, 60 degrees in Colorado, <laughs> that he couldn't, he couldn't ride the second moto. And then all of a sudden, he's some sort of privateer hero at High Point. I, I don't know what to tell you. I have no idea. But he was he was excellent. So um, do what you will with that. 3D racing, everybody. Probably still yeah. using parts from JT when JT rode that. The wheels, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably those like, were... like, uh, like McGrath cylinder and right. stuff that was being passed around, yeah. Um, Jordan Bailey's had a rough year, Weege. His bike broke, first moto. Second moto, 15th. It's not been good for Jordan Bailey. It's been getting progressively worse, by the way, too. So No, and, and to make it look worse is that he and Mosman were, I think we talked about this previously on this show, but they were in a similar like starting point, and right. one has gone one direction. Yep. One has not really improved, and one has improved massively, and they're on the same team. So that only makes it look worse. But at this point, you know, that team has always been very loyal to their guys, and they, they're patient, and that does pay off a lot. I mean, ultimately, Jason Anderson, who was so bad, they didn't even have him race, and he went on to become 450 Supercross champ. So I get it. But you got to show something at some point, and I really don't think there's a single race he's had as a pro that you can say, we got that to hang yep. our hat on. Yep. That's, that's a big problem. He golfs yeah. with Stu, though. I know. He's, by the way, I, these VIP programs that we joke about, I wish there were ones where you could, if you could hang out with Bailey and Moseman in the truck, uh, that's worth that's worth some money right there. I mean, they are awesome, hilarious, really cool, outgoing, friendly kids. They're great dudes. Bailey is so well-spoken, so funny, so cool. Uh, I don't think anyone knows this because when they're finishing 15th, no one's paying attention. Uh, but... Uh, the riding, what the heck, man? You got to you know do better than this. Yeah. You know what I learned, Weege, is uh, most men's really into chess. Yes, yes. Um, oh, boy. We sh- yeah, oh boy. we show that. Teddy Parks, man, it's all about heart. That's <laughs> yep. why he does it. That's uh, why he does it for these guys. 
Uh, what else? Uh, Master Pool wasn't good in practice and uh, didn't have a good day either. Ty Master Pool. He did not. No. He did no, not. Definitely not. On a star bike, you got to be better than 19-18 on the day. Well, and, so. and he's claiming, correct me if I'm wrong, I've heard this from a few people, he's going to be outdoors only. That's his, his deal. He doesn't want to ride Supercross. They don't think it's the right path or whatever. What? His brother's the same. They've never raced Supercross, and I don't. I've heard that they're not planning on racing Supercross. Yeah. Weech? So. Um, I had heard that story for quite some time. Um, but then when Jake turned pro last year, I was talking to the dad, and he's like, yeah, we're looking for a rise. We're looking for help. And I'm like, will he race Supercross? They're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I don't know if they've gone back to that way of thinking or what. But definitely that has been a story with the master pools for for a while and look i don't know if everybody knows this there was a third son that raced that might have been the fastest of all he died in a crash not on a supercross track but he did die in a crash and i think ever since then they've kind of had an alternative plan of safety and it probably dives into that so i don't know how many people know that so that's why i'm explaining it uh is march banks okay do we know uh actually let me see here i just got a PR from same, Cowie. Same place as last year, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Crash. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's deja vu. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Marshbacks. Damn it. Um, oh, by the way, we forgot, uh, speaking of Cowie, we forgot Savachi was just magically running second for like half of the second Testing pays moto. off, Weege. Testing Do- pays off. Did we even mention this? I mentioned it. I said Savachi yeah. had a good day, yeah. but dropped back yeah. a little okay. bit, which is understandable. I, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. You yep. did say that. It was impressive. Yeah, he was good though. I mean, he was he was going after Webb at at one point. I mean, he was yes, much yep. better. Whatever they sorted out, which which uh, we heard was nothing in Colorado test session, it was definitely paying off. And really mind. sorted my fantasy team out, right? They really did that. That was that was my favorite part of the broadcast. Was we asked Kawasaki how the test session went, and they basically said it didn't help. Oh, all right, great. <laughs> It was weird because I talked to Theo and uh, Justin, his mechanic, and they said, Justin's like, yeah, it wasn't a good look like to be doing that. We probably shouldn't be doing that. It doesn't look good. It looks like we're not prepared, but it did help. And then they sent him to California, and they made the bike a lot better. But, yeah, then I guess it was Bruce that talked to Will, our pit reporter, and said that it was useless. Wow. So I don't know. <laughs> no, no, you, you, were, you were mistaking the test session to outdoors in general. That's what you, you were. You were mistaking oh, yeah. that. Maybe it was, it was a mistake. He, he, Bruce was talking about outdoors in general. Oh, boy. Yes, that is true. Right. That is true. Right. Uh, you might as well have asked him about uh, guys being on the motocross the nations. <laughs> exactly, yes. Uh, there's a couple things that Bruce really – Not get, a fan of. Uh, skull no. and crossbones flag, <laughs> motocross nationals, and, uh, and yes, uh, does nations. The yeah, nations, right. yes, yes. This goes way back. He's always. I'll give Bruce this. He's consistent. These have been his his talking points for twenty years. The twenty years <laughs> I've known him, yes. and probably longer. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for a guy, for a guy in power with the way Bruce is, like he's a very influential, authoritative figure in our sport. He loves to talk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah, loves yeah, no. to talk, and, he, and he'll t- yeah. he'll be honest too. He'll call. Yeah, it. no, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yep. It's great. Yep. It's great. I've he he has zero reason to ever share opinions with me or you know level with me but he will he will absolutely do it and i i really appreciate it you know it's i I respect his opinion i don't always agree with it but i respect it yeah i think i I second that i i i really enjoy the conversations and i'm glad he does it yes 
I just asked uh, him about Stu stuff. I I get a lot of <laughs> Stu information out of him. Like there's so much Stu, like Big James ordering everything from the that Kawasaki makes every single year, like every street bike and every off road bike and every every side by side. They just needed every they needed it one every year. Everything. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. Cold. That's good stuff. Um, I have a quote here from March Banks on okay. our Cowie News. Oh, I guess I guess you could just say High Point isn't my track. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, we got that one, Garrett. The press release does say yes, it was exact same section of the track last year and this year. Oh boy, uh, he's day to day being evaluated. Okay. All right. Anything else? High point. Uh, there's another Cowie rider in the 250 class. Yeah. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, and yep. uh, do you have any updates on his day? Uh. Today we made some good progress. While the results don't reflect how today went overall, we made some good progress. We were able to run inside the top ten both motos. I know what I need to work on, clean up some mistakes, get ready to have some fun in the hot Florida sun next weekend. Martin Davalos. Okay. Hey, Marty's made eight eight motos, man. He's he's raced four rounds. Yeah. Yeah, I remember he uh, uh, broke his – he was telling people he broke a rib broke or a rib. broke yeah. something. Right, yeah. So good job, Marty. Yeah, um, he's toughing it out. How do we feel about Derek Drake? I, I again, I don't know a lot of the amateur stuff. I don't follow it. I felt like the Derek Drake hype was was that was high. Yeah, I'll, I'll speak on this. I feel like the Derek Drake hype uh, was high. I agree with you on that. I feel like it was it higher than it should have been. Like he, I don't follow all the amateur races. I know at Loretta's last year he was very good. He was the best of the group. But I don't feel like previously before that he was outstanding. Um, now, sometimes guys get hot. I mean, look, Justin Cooper did the same exact thing, and he's turned out to be phenomenal. So sometimes that's enough. But I hadn't seen enough proof. I'm like, wait, now we're really high on the hype train, which now is almost unfair because now it's probably looking like he's not living up to the hype. I feel like he's doing as good as I thought he would do. But really? the hype probably made it really? seem like he should be getting fifths right now. Is it just, yeah. eh? <laughs> I'm kind of eh right now. Yeah, I am. I'm am. there. I'm there. Yeah. He, for me, he absolutely has to be beating guys like Nick Gaines. Has to. Has <laughs> Wait a to minute, hold be on. beating them. The Nick Gaines situation doesn't make any sense at all, though. But I'm just telling you, it doesn't. That's that. That's part of it. Like you can't get beat by Nick Gaines both motos. You can't do it. And no, then, no, no. He beat him. He beat him in Moto One. He got okay. eleven. Well, the second yeah. moto he didn't. Right. But I, I'll further that with a much more realistic mm-hmm. one. To me, with the hype and the ride that you have, I think he needs to be beating guys like Hardtramp, too. No, I'm with you. I'm actually agreeing with you. I think this is as good as he actually is. The hype was over what his actual potential is in my mind. So I'm not surprised to see him doing what he's doing. But I think people thought he would be better. Yeah. I did. I thought yeah. he would be better too. I did. I didn't have anything compared against. Right. Yeah. But just the results and watching him ride some, I, I did think he would be better. And that's well, maybe that's not fair. Maybe this is as good as he is. I just I expected more, and maybe that's not fair. We we expected more of Alex Martin too, JT. And we don't always get that. So maybe if Alex was on a TLD bike. Maybe that's the yeah. Well, he he for. was, and yeah, he had to go because uh, <laughs> big things were coming to that team, so he had to go. Yep, <laughs> got to get out of here. Beat it. So, um, okay, Jerry Robin, any Jerry updates? Jerry was uh, Jerry had bike problems, so 
Did he get a Did he get a point? Nah, twenty first. Ah, yeah. I'm pumped for Jerry there. Look, man, privateers in the two fifty class. Most of the guys jump to four fifties. Like I feel like guys that are on the cusp. So first, I'm giving Jerry credit. I mean, you got to figure he's at a huge disadvantage bike wise, right? Yeah. In that class. Oh, race yeah. te- race tech's killing it, but yeah, yeah. All right, suspension's good. Fine. Um, I I give Jerry a lot of credit. I think Jerry's doing awesome. Okay. Well, he's I do toughing too. it out. Yep. He's finishing most of the motos. He hasn't really jerried. And I feel like as a full privateer, like bordering on top 20 is about as good as you can reasonably expect. Well, Gaines is the top privateer at 16th. And then I would say after that was Challen Tennant at 21st. Right? Yeah. So Jerry's so, right around there. And right. I don't know where this Gaines thing is. Gaines running the, uh, the, the YZ 300 engine that they had for Kelly Smith back in the day? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I, I don't know. Keith Johnson's, <laughs> it's Keith Johnson's bike. Remember when okay. KJ, KJ just killed it that year, dude? Scotty Cotta. Scott, yeah, it's Scotty Cotta. It's Pat Botten. It's all of that. Easy wider. Yeah. Kelly Smith's bike was ridiculous in those early 250F days. Nah, Kelly was just a great starter. I, I don't buy into that. Kelly Kelly would whole shot on pretty much anything. He always Didn't was. he also, like, finish good, too? Win high point yeah, in he 2000? Yes. He was on a Yamaha 250F when... That yeah. was a huge advantage. Yes. And yeah. he was a great starter we, on top of it. I remember we didn't know if 250S were better bikes. I, I don't know. We just didn't know. We're like, hey, maybe. Yeah. And then Kelly Smith's just whomping up on everybody. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. that should have been our first clue. Like, he had a bidding war, dude. Pro Circuit and Yamaha Troy, like, just driving the price up to get Kelly Smith. I know. Yeah. I know. L- Langston's dad told me he, he was on a 300S. That was his theory. So I'm just, I'm going to stick with that. I don't yeah, know about it. I, I don't know about <laughs> it. I rode for that team, and I never got the feeling that they were trying to do anything other than that. That costs just money. Show up and it's, yeah, I, I don't oh, think that was okay. true. A three hundred kit costs money. It's not going to okay. happen. And look at those. Rim, it, what's with the rim colors? Like seriously, come on, you guys got to change that rim color. Uh, I, then Steve, your theory probably holds. What they didn't realize is a 250F is kind of like a 300F. Yeah, it's that much faster uh, than a one twenty five. I think we were. I think we were all like, ah, we don't know. 25s are pretty good, and it's like, what, what the hell were we thinking? Yeah, Larry, so. Larry Ward almost won the title. Right, right. <laughs> All right, uh, anything else? We're on to, we're on to, uh, on to Jacksonville, WW Ranch. May Steve, God rest you, your souls in uh, the heat down there. Steve, you coming? I am. I will be there. I'll be making my wow. trumpet return to the Nationals after two races off, one for Calgary and one just off. So, This has been weird. Three straight weekends. No national for you. No, no American nope. race. Nope, nope. I uh, I had the iPad going for the Canadian stuff, and then I had two computers going for the U.S. stuff. I had you and Langston on my TV. Craig was twenty sixth, DNS, <laughs> and then it was a great, it was a great Ted Parks, great day. <laughs> Ted Parks. Teddy Parks was going there when I missed the crucial pass for the overall win, and Ted Ted was there with his cowboy hat, you know, and all of that. So. Uh, what happened in Canada? They did not race second motos. That yeah, they when it gets muddy, they only do one motos. Like seriously, it's such a joke. Really? It, it's such a joke. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're claiming safety reasons because medics couldn't get the people, but I, I don't know, oh. dude. I, I mean, everyone was riding. There was nobody stuck. Like there was people. It was the, motos were being completed. Uh, everyone finished. Basic. I, I don't know. Like I don't know. Phil is so mad about it too. By the way, Phil is so angry. Yeah, that's where some of my info was coming from. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's... My favorite, my 
<laughs> my favorite part of this was uh, Ryan Gold was, and he, he, you know, he's involved in some announcing, and he's a big part of Canadian Moto up there. One of his tweets said something like, "I don't know. I guess we're done. I'm going to the beer tent." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they 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 said they said it was canceled. And then they said it was on, but then nobody showed up, and they went around to pits, and the 250 guys were still working on their bikes. So then they said, ah, screw it. It's canceled anyways. And I, I don't know, dude. I was getting so much weird information. It's Canadian Moto. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I've been at two Canadian Nationals where the second motos were not run. One of them after <laughs> being assaulted by Tony Alessi. So. I, I love... I love just setting you up for these. That's all I'm really doing. Yeah, I know, right? You're just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're just teeing it up. It's just, yeah. Uh, and then nobody, and then you guys have seen this. No Canadian riders doing the, the MXDN either. Now they're all saying they're not going. It's freaking awesome. Just that's my country. It's great. Uh, it's great. CMA go away. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's that I, I can't keep up with these acronyms CMRC and CMA. Is that the one you don't like that they're going up that they're against? Yeah, no? that's why they're saying go away. Yeah. So is that oh, actually math? Is this a good move? Like, if it if it results in change, it, it ain't. Yeah, I mean, it ain't gonna work though. Look, look, you think those, those jerk offs at okay. FIM? Like, how's how's that going with Tickle and Clayson and Stu? Yeah, and, like, yeah, how's that yeah, going? How's that right, how's that right. going? You think they're gonna just be like, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, a bunch of Canadians got together, got drunk, got a petition going. Let's <laughs> let's take the like you know like what? Like that's not gonna work. I mean, I'm all about it, but it ain't gonna work. So, <laughs> speaking um, of uh, sp- speaking of motocross nations, early early picks here. What what are we hearing on who's going to go and who's not going to go? And well, I I I hear from my source that we may or may not have mentioned earlier in this podcast that Kawasaki's not going. Ted Parks. <laughs> Ted Parks will go. No, is Ted Parks your source? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I I, I, I don't know, kidding. dude. I, you know what? I, I yeah, I don't know. Uh, Who's going? That, who, I, I know that Justin question. Cooper has said. Uh, actually, on uh, he was on our on uh, Pulp MX's Dark Side. Can I say Pulp MX's Dark Side? Was he on Can the wrap up show? That's the only thing that we're affiliated with Dark oh, Side. Oh, okay. No, then he was not Pulp MX's. He was just Dark Side. And then uh, he he asked Justin on there. Justin Cooper's all oh. in. He'd love to do oh, it. I, I love. I talked I, to some other people I, about I, it. Justin Cooper's all in. I love the public asking of these riders. Like, what are they going to? What What do you think they're going to say? Uh, hey, man, you want to <laughs> go to Disney Nations? No. <laughs> no, we're gonna get our ass kicked. I'm not going. Like no one is gonna say that. Nobody. Uh, Zacho's in. Zacho is in though. Zacho's in. Zacho is one guy that is 100 percent in. <laughs> Zacho's probably already verboing, going on verbo, Airbnb, maybe maybe just buying real estate. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's gonna buy a house next to the track. I, you know what? I don't know. If Tomac doesn't go, yeah, whatever. Just Anderson Cooper, he's, Osborne, eh, whatever. Anderson Cooper, CNN. Yeah, Anderson uh, Cooper. Yeah, send him too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> send him. I know there. that Zacho said he's been lobbying and recruiting Cooper Webb big time. Like he's he's working hard on him. The problem is it's not gonna. Like you said, it's not gonna matter. You can recruit whoever you want. Uh, we're gonna we're probably gonna lose badly. Well, hold on though. Okay, let's shift to the next topic. So, Hurlings is already hurt again. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah, I apologize see, to all you people, I, all you nut huggers out there of Hurlings. I, I I feel sorry for you. Please, 
you know, calm down. It'll be okay. Your guy will come back again. It's, it's yeah. He won. He won his so. second race, the first moto. I yeah. don't think you need to apologize for anything, Steve. He no, obviously just, is a bad dude. I know how all his fans feel. They're they're really heartbroken. There's many of them. No, the ch- championship's over. He'll be fine. The point I'm making isn't that Hurling's sure he should be able to heal up and come back and be fine by then. But the point is that you cannot predict anything this far in advance. Like it's motocross, crazy stuff happens. I'm sure the idea that Hurlings would not win the MXGP title this year also sounded crazy. But there you go. And the team didn't even win last year because Vlandery got hit in the eye with a rock. I just feel like if you send a good team and you send three good guys, you've always got a shot at it. It doesn't matter how good the, everybody else is that's, on sand. It's that, motocross. Crazy shit happens. That's cute, Weege. That's cute. Good job. All right, because uh, we all knew France was going to win at Redbud. It was obvious. It was obvious. Of course they were going to win. <laughs> Weege just wrapping himself in that flag right now. I love it. It's great. Did the team that everyone expected to win the donations last year win? No. No. Thank you. <laughs> Did the best team win? No. The Dutch team was clearly the best team. They didn't win. Cold enough, bro. They almost yeah. won with two guys. They almost won with two guys, but something crazy happened. I'm telling you right now. Just show up. I'm telling you, you right now. At it. Yeah. Well, I'm not telling you anything. It's going to be re- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm not telling you my, anything, actually. <laughs> I'm going to withdraw my comment that I was going to make, but it's going to be really, really difficult for us. No, over. I totally agree. It's going to be difficult. I'm only banking on the anytime you pretty much figure – you think you have it figured out, something crazy happens anyway. So it's, it's, it's always more possible than it seems. It's one freaking day of racing and a rock to the eye cost the dominant Dutch team last year and the no-chance French team won. Uh, I will run so, up that by saying I think this will be the toughest year we faced in a decade. Just yeah, because since, just because of the track we're going into. <laughs> since since the Lama one, which was horrible also. Yeah, and so we still got second at that one, right? Oh uh, uh, third. Shit happens. Third, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Third. Yeah. Uh but I mean that was a bad sight. I think Baggett did he get lapped in both motos? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I I'm not I'm not saying this because I think like Cooper Webb is going to go over there and go 1-1 and just show everybody what's up on, on sand. It's just, yeah, the Dutch team should sweep every moto, but who the hell knows? Hurlings. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. I don't think Blander in a win. You've already, I definitely, I don't think that. You've already given yeah. a better speech than Roger will. No. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we cannot win. It's probably what he'll say. <laughs> exactly. Okay. This is, this is our homework for the week. We are all going to get on our group text with Schmack Schmosborn. Okay. And we're going to get, the real scoop on what we expect or what he expects realistically will go down yeah. at Assen. You already said it, JT. It's an Assen kicking. It's what's going to go down. <laughs> that's that's he what's going to go he down. You said that? No, you said that. Oh, yeah. I said that. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what I think. But I want, I want to know what Zach really thinks. Like, don't give me podium talk. Don't thank your sponsors. You know, I want to know what you really think is going to go down when you when they have to line up as a team against, you know, the MXGP contingent on that track. I'd send Barsha. Dude, Barsha was good at that Lamo race. He was really good, dude. And he's he, got a, he he rides he he's got a lot of heart, man. Like he'll he'll ride yeah, his balls been, off. He'll ride his balls. Yes, yes. He's he's always been good at donations. I okay. I know Redbud was a disaster, but that just didn't work out for anybody. He was but, still the best guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, he had a flat tire or something that cost him results, but he I seemed the least at each donations. That he has been part of. He has been the least what the F is going wrong here guy. He's pretty right. much 
been closest to himself, wow. where yeah. everybody else has completely imploded. We don't have he enough. He rides as advertised at that yeah. event. We don't have yes. enough time, but I don't think USA should even send a team. Okay. But not because they're going to lose, but for many, many reasons. Well, whatever. Canada's not sending a team, and you yep. said it won't even help. So Yeah, exactly. It's not going to do a damn uh, thing. And I, I have Eli's back. when Eli If, if Eli says he's out because the team's not going and he gets ruined and destroyed and all these goofballs on social media, I have his back. So, there. Yeah, I'm all right with it, too. Uh, I, I want him to race. I think that'd be awesome. But for as long as this is going to take place, five weekends or whatever it is after the Nationals, uh, it's always going to be a square peg in a round hole. That's it. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, thanks, Fly Racing. Thank you, Maxis and Alpine Stars and Slick Wash, of course. Uh, again, and JT. Uh, yeah, I'll see you uh, see you this weekend in uh, Florida, Weege, and uh, JT will talk soon. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pit and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. 
Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.